0: where I set out to answer the age-old question, is the book really always better than the movie? My name is Yuvia, and I'm an actress and book lover based out of New York City. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. If you listened to the last episode, you might have heard me apologize on behalf of Orlando and say, hey, you know, if you hear him, you know, he's rehearsing for the next show he's in, you might actually be able to hear him today we were not able to hear him in the last episode. I thought you were, but today he's actually in the room right next to this one. So with that being said, let's get started. Today we are going to be talking about A Man Called Oove by Frederick Backman and A Man Called Otto starring Tom Hanks. First things first, I do want to say that there is a Swedish adaptation of A Man Called Ove that came out back in 2015. Fredrik Backman is a Swedish author. I only found out about the Swedish uh, adaptation not too long ago, so that's why I'm not comparing and contrasting that version. But let me know if you want to hear a part two where I actually compare and contrast the Swedish book and the Swedish film. All right, so A Man Called Uva by Frederick Backman. The story follows Uva, who is the grumpiest old man you will probably ever be introduced to. He has a certain routine. He follows the rules to, his, to a T. If you break those rules, you are automatically on his bad side and you do not want to be on his bad side. He's given up on friendships because people have started driving a new car that he doesn't approve of. This is just the kind of man that Uva is. But deep down inside, Uva is very sad and lonely, and his world gets turned upside down. When some new neighbors move in next door. He is introduced to them after they destroy his mailbox. They run over his mailbox as they're trying to back up their U-Haul van and all hell breaks loose after that. The 2022 film adaptation, A Man Called Otto, stars Tom Hanks as Otto, who is one of the grumpiest men in the U.S. And as he struggles with the sadness and loneliness in his life, his world is turned upside down when some new neighbors move in next door. So you can probably tell that this is actually a pretty good, faithful adaptation just based on those descriptions and we will talk a little bit about the changes that were made for the cinema. But before we do that, I just want to share kind of a sweet story as to how this book ended up in my hands. So Orlando and I absolutely love going to the movies and this was in January mid-January, just about, and there wasn't really a whole lot of movies out. So we were kind of just like, what should we watch? And we kind of just ended up picking this one. We knew absolutely nothing about this movie. We were just going in blind. And so we sit down and the opening credit starts. And that's when it says, based on the book, A Man Called Uva by Frederick Bachmann. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's based on a book. I mean, I'll need to read that book at some point. The film ends. And there's this couple, we were sitting towards the back and this couple was just sitting uh, towards the front. And we saw that they were talking to like some of the other people in front of us as they were heading towards the back of the theater to exit. And we were still putting our coats and hats and beanies on when they approached us. And they said, have you read the book? And I said, no. The lady literally has a stack of books in her hands She hands one to me and she says, you need to read the book. It's so much better than the film. And she walked away or they walked away. And that's how I ended up with a copy of A Man Called Uva. So yeah, I was just, yeah, I mean, obviously I love going to the movies and to be gifted a free book while there. It's just a perfect night for me. Yes, I am that lame. But you know what? That's okay. I accept it and I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> so anyway, this person, this random person at the theater that gave me a free book had just told me that the book was better than the movie. So I knew I had to read it and compare and decide for myself. I also want to say that I am part of a virtual book club. Shout out to my virtual book club friends if you're listening to this. I hope you are, and I hope you're liking it. I love you all so, so very much. But anyway, it was one of those things that when I said that I was reading this book immediately, book club friend Jan was like, oh, you're gonna love it. And then book club friend Terry said, oh, you're gonna love it. I also watched the Swedish adaptation, and it was great and you're, you're going to love it. And they were both hesitant to watch A Man Called Otto because it's called A Man Called Otto, you know, and it was just a book that they both loved very, very much. So they were hesitant to watch the film adaptation. So Jan and Terry, if you are listening to this, if you still haven't seen the film, let me know. If I, have, if I change your mind by the end of this. Okay, so let's get started. So as I said, yeah, this is actually a pretty good adaptation of the book. There wasn't anything that made me pull my hair out and scream in frustration because it's just uh, like, oh, so different from the book. And how could they do that? We will get to those episodes later on. There's already one that Orlando my husband was like, I can't wait till you do that episode. It's just like, yeah, it's gonna be a very rage inducing episode. But anyway, that being said, there are some differences that I definitely need to talk about. And as always, if I am coming up to a spoiler, I will let you know that a spoiler is coming up. So obviously the first big change is a man called Uva versus a man called Otto the book takes place somewhere in Sweden and the film takes place somewhere in the US. Both the film and the book switch back and forth between the past and the present day. Major 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 change that I have to talk about before discussing some of the smaller changes made between the book and the film is that in the book Otto's new neighbors specifically Parvane who is the pregnant neighbor who moves in next door and is the one that brings shell? is of Iranian descent. In the film, it's Marisol, and as you can guess, she is a Latina. And look, don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved having Marisol on the screen. She was great, she was hilarious, I loved having her, and I loved Having that Latina representation on the screen. That being said, I'm not exactly sure why that change was made. Overall, Latinos are one of the most underrepresented ethnicities on stage and on screen. We are the ones that get the least amount of work and we're the ones that our stories are being told the least. Now don't get me wrong, there are other nuances such as if you are indigenous Latino or Afro-Latino or just you know a darker skinned Latino. If you are whiter skinned, lighter skinned, fit more of the European standard, you're going to see yourself represented on screen more than the other minorities within this minority, but that's a whole other can of worms, a whole other conversation for another episode, another completely different podcast. (laughs) But overall, in general, we are one of the most underrepresented communities on stage And on screen. Once I did read the book and I found out that Parvane and her family are supposed to be of Middle Eastern descent, I wish that the source of material had been honored. Those of Middle Eastern descent are also vastly underrepresented on stage and on screen. And if they are, it's, let's be real, it's probably not a very positive representation. So I wish they had honored the source material in this way, and I, I can only speculate as to why they made that change. Maybe the biggest immigrant population in Sweden are of Middle Eastern descent, just as the biggest immigrant population in the U.S. are from Latin America, and maybe that's why they decided to make that change. Again, I can only speculate. I'm not sure why these, I wasn't in the writer's room. I wasn't, you know, in in any of the rooms where the decisions were being made. But I do wish that they had honored the source material and kept them as a Middle Eastern family and just had, you know, that feeling I had whenever I saw Marisol on screen, just have that. On screen as well for those that are of Middle Eastern descent. All right so let's move on because as I said this could be a whole other conversation <laughs> and we need to we, we need to move on. So, all right. There are some other smaller changes that were made when adapting it from the Swedish book into the American film. First things first, the book gives us way more insight into Otto's past. As I said, both the film and the book switch back and forth between present day and the past, but in the book we see a lot more about Otto's, well, (laughs) about Uva's. Uva's the one from the book. We get a lot more perspective into Uwe's life from the moment he was a young boy to the moment he meets Sonia and beyond. The film really just focuses mainly on the relationship between Otto and Sonia. We do get one brief flashback with Otto as a as a little boy with his father, but the book goes into so much more depth and we get a lot more insight into Uva and his father, and how how much more difficult his life was before Sonia came around. All right, folks, so here comes your first spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you do not want to listen to the spoiler, stop listening now. Okay, did you leave? Great. Okay, so we end up finding out That Uva's wife Sonia passed away a few years ago to cancer, and Uva doesn't see the point in living anymore without her. So he attempts to kill himself several times, and he fails every single time. This is another minor change in the film. He is attempting to commit suicide. The first time when Marisol and her husband back into his mailbox. And in the book they meet a little bit differently. Yes, Uva is planning to kill himself, but in the film he literally has the noose around his neck when they back into his truck, I mean into his mailbox, and he goes out in anger to yell at them and that is what stops him from killing himself. In the book he's preparing but he hasn't gotten quite as far as he has in the film before they back the truck into his mailbox and you know he has to he has to go yell at them and just tell them how incompetent they are. <laughs> in the book, we see Sonia get her college degree and, you know, Uva gives her all his love and support, but he kind of doesn't see the point. The meet-cute between Uva and Sonia and Otto and Sonia are also a little bit different in the film and the book. In the film, Whoa. Sonia gives Whoa. Otto, I believe it's like a quarter. That he, you know, he loves her and he's smitten with her, so he keeps it in his pocket for the rest of his life, and he never, ever, ever spends it. And one day, while he, after he has to take Marisol and her husband to the hospital because Patrick, the husband, fell down and broke his leg, and Marisol doesn't know how to drive, the clowns come in to distract Marisol and Patrick's two young daughters, and the clown asks for a quarter. Otto gives him the quarter. The clown does a magic trick and returns a quarter to Otto, but it is not the quarter given to him by Sonia. He gets into an altercation with the clown because the clown did not give him back the quarter. There is no equivalent coin to that. Sonia does not give Uva any kind of coin or anything like that. The altercation at the hospital does happen and Uva does ask that the clown give him his coin back, but it has nothing to do with it having sentimental value the way that it does in the film. In the book, there are two teenagers, one by the name of Adrian and one by the name of Mirsad. Adrian is the one that delivers the newspapers, and Mirsad is his friend who is also gay, and in the film, these two characters are combined into one character named Malcolm. Malcolm delivers the newspaper to uh, Otto's, I was about to call him Uwe, <laughs> to Otto's neighborhood, and Malcolm is actually transgender. So in the book, Sonia's best friend is Anita, and her husband is named Rune, and he and Uva used to get along really, really well until they, they disagreed on car brands that, you know, caused a rift a little bit in their friendship. But what ultimately ends a friendship is that Rune organizes a coup, according to Uva and takes his place as the head of the homeowners association. In the book, I mean, in the film, Otto and Ruben, Anita and Ruben in the film, it's pretty much just implied that, you know, Otto keeps talking about the coup. He references the coup in the film as well. But in the film, it's specifically he tolerates the brand of car that Ruben drives for most of their life. And then one day he he just he gets a brand of car that Otto just cannot support. And that ends a friendship. In both the book and the film, Mir slash Malcolm come to stay with Otto slash Uva for a little bit as they have been kicked out by their families because of. Well, one for being gay and the other one because of being of his being transgender. Mm-hmm. So after one of his failed suicide attempts, his actions go viral. And in the book, he is approached by a regular old journalist. And in the film, he is approached by a quote-unquote social media journalist. And the way they go about using this journalist to ensure that Rune slash Ruben are not forced into a nursing home is a little bit different. Obviously, the regular journalist uses her investigative skills to kind of scare the big corporate men that want to put Rune into this nursing home. And she scares them off using her investigative skills and being like, hmm, I found all this shady stuff about you. If you, you know, don't leave this man alone, I'm going to expose you. Mm -hmm. And in the film, the social media journalist, it ambushes them much the same way, but she's going live on Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook. She's going live on one of these social media channels. And that's how they get the evil corporate men to leave Ruben alone. There's also a big, 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 big falling out between Marisol and Otto in the film that didn't really happen in the book between Parvane and Uva. There was, and there was also a lot more bonding between Otto and Marisol's kids than there was in the book, In, in the film. Marisol actually has Otto babysit her kids so she and her husband Patrick can enjoy a date night Parvani and Patrick in the book never ask Otto to babysit the kids. And Uva slash Otto end up gifting, again, spoiler alert, coming up, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Otto and Uva both end up gifting Parvani slash Marisol a baby bassinet that was meant for his child that never got to see the light of day. I won't spoil it that much, how about that? But the way it happens is a little bit different in bo- both. The, the book and the film. In the book, Uva gives the bassinet to Parvane before the baby is born, and in the film, Otto gives it to Marisol after the baby is born. So those were the major differences between the book and the film. So it's time to reveal the final verdict. Which is better, the book or the film? So I rated the book a... out of 5 stars. I absolutely loved it. But the film, and remember, I saw the film before I read the book, so maybe this altered the way I rated the film. But I rated the film also 4 out of 5 stars. So by just half a point, the verdict is... The book is, in fact, better than the film. That being said, I do think you should check out the film. Definitely read the book first, but I still think the film is worth checking out. I thought it was a great adaptation, and mind you, I did see the film before I read the book, so maybe those of my friends, my book club friends that read the book first, might disagree with me. but. I, I honestly do think the film is still worth a watch. Yes, the book is better in this case, but you know the film. The film is is still great, and Tom Hanks as Otto is absolute perfection. I, I think Tom Hanks fits that role perfectly. He's a little bit older than Uva is in the book, but. Other than that, I, I he plays the role very well. Uh, he's so good. And of course, Marisol, uh, she's great. She is great. It's totally worth it to see their chemistry. And the chemistry of all the characters, they're a little bit more connected to each other in the film than, than they are in the book. That isn't to say that they aren't connected to each other. But in, in the film, I feel like it, it did have more of a full circle moment in which, we saw all the characters come together for Otto in a way that don't we don't see that in in the book. In the book, it's very, very much about the relationship the relationship between Parvane and Uva. And yes, while the other characters we meet are still important and integral to his story, the main focus at the end is still between Parvane her Parvane and and her daughters but mainly Parvane and and Uva. So I did like that aspect of the film that the, the cast of characters all, you know, w- were a little bit more united than than they are in in the book. That might be the only thing I enjoyed more in terms of the film, but that being said, the book is still fantastic and definitely worth checking out and I also want to say I cry in movies all the time so this film did make me cry but you know what I'm not a book crier books don't make me cry like people I I know a lot of other readers that say oh this book made me cry this book made me laugh out loud I don't really do that I don't know why I feel all the feels that people are talking about, but I don't have like visceral reactions, but a man called Uva was an exception. I was about to finish, I was I was reading it on the on the train on the commute home. And when I got to the final paragraphs of the book, I I, I had to stop reading. And put the book away because I was so embarrassed I didn't want to cry in front of everyone on the train so yeah this this book when I say it made me cry it really did make me cry and coming from a book lover who apparently <laughs> feels a lot of things but doesn't react outwardly that's saying a lot so that's it for a man called Uva and a man called Otto both definitely worth checking out in my opinion but we do have to hand out a crown except in the case of just mercy (laughs) and in this case the crown goes to a man called uv thank you so very much and tune in next time when we discuss conversations with friends bye